You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more information on how to build optimal mental and physical performance into your life, go to naturalstacks.com. Oh, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. I'm your host, Sean McCormick. On today's episode, we're joined by Dr. Eric Zielinski, who wrote The Healing Power of Essential Oils and also has another book coming out called The Essential Oils Diet. Dr. Z, as he's called, is the he's the go-to guy when it comes to essential oils. And here's how you should look at this. Almost whatever sort of medicines that, that doctors are able to find all come from essential oils anyway. So the fact that we found aspirin through using the birch bark, that is just a really key example of the fact that the medicines that we take are all based on these extracts, these essential oils that are taken from plants and trees and roots and all sorts of things. If you are interested in natural health, if you're looking for an uh, edge in your performance and in your health and your well-being, if you want to think clear, if you want to digest better, if you want to increase your libido, there is an oil for that. And in this episode, we dive real deep. We cover the potency of essential oils and how you should use discretion and safety when using essential oils. We talk about the research that's gone in to prove the, the efficacy of essential oils. We talk about uh, essential oils for anxiety and depression. We talk about the historical uses, uh, the origins of the use of essential oils. And he gives us a couple of cool uh, combinations of essential oils that he uses to focus specifically bergamot and lime. For whatever reason, uh, lime is a feel-good essential oil and bergamot helps you relax. Uh, and he uses those when he writes. Um, I am a fan of essential oils. I always have been. Uh, I ha- currently have uh, in my diffuser cedar and eucalyptus and I use those to write. It smells good. It freshens a room. And this is not woo-woo, new age stuff. Like this is natural medicine at its finest. And for those of you guys that are looking for healthy alternatives, uh, if you knew that some oregano oil on your feet at night can help you recover from a cold faster, if you knew that some ashwagandha could help your uh, help you increase your testosterone, or if you knew other com- if you knew other combinations of essential oils that you could either vaporize or add to your food, you're gonna get an edge, and that's really what this podcast is all about. This is about optimal performance, and I think that there should be a role for essential oils in your life. One interesting part that I think is pretty cool is that Dr. Z has had lots and lots of opportunities to pair or be brought to you by uh, other essential oil brands. And the fact that he hasn't, the fact that he doesn't he doesn't align himself with any essential oil manufacturers really shows you the amount of integrity that this guy has uh, in the way that he does his work. He's an advocate for essential oils. He uses them. He's studied them extensively, um, but it's not a money grab for him. He wants to deliver this information to you. And one thing that you can do is go to naturallivingfamily.com. And if you buy the book through their website directly, opposed to Barnes and Noble or Amazon, you'll get access to a ton of extras, recipes, concoctions, uh, what essential oils go for what ailments, how to treat inflammation, how to increase your digestion, so many different uses of these things. And when you buy the book directly through him, at naturallivingfamily.com, you can get access to all of those freebies. Uh, it's a really fascinating episode, and I think it's this sort of information goes really to the heart of, of natural healing and, just like natural stacks, using natural remedies to your advantage because that's what we're all trying to do is trying to be our absolute best. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy this episode. If you love it, please drop us a line. Follow us on Instagram, Optimal Performance Podcast. Yeah, spread the word. Thanks for listening. Without further ado, Dr. Z. You're listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean McCormick. It's the OPP. I'm a performance coach, a wellness entrepreneur, a blogger, a speaker, a biohacker, and it's my privilege to bring to you the leading experts in the field of performance. So let's dig right in. And we're here with Dr. Eric Zielinski, Dr. Z, 
uh, the best-selling author of The Healing Power of Essential Oils and the forthcoming book, The Essential Oils Diet. Dr. Z, welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. And my pleasure. Thanks for making this happen. We were just chatting a minute, just like squeezing it in last minute. And man, I appreciate you, man. I really appreciate your work, Sean. You're doing awesome stuff. Can't wait to share this message with your tribe and community. They're going to love it. I mean, it's like, whoa. You kidding me? Whoa. This is this is this is right up my alley. And for those that you're watching on YouTube, uh, you'll see that I have a diffuser in my yeah, office. Doctor Z, you've got a nicer one there back in your office. Uh, it's my what, brand, though. I have to. You know, it's kind of funny. Yeah, I have to smell good for my brand. Like, cause I'm the oil guy. Yeah. I always have to have the prop. You know what's really funny about it, dudes? I get more compliments for how I smell from guys. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it just it's like, dude, what are you wearing, man? I'm like, I'm wearing the Roly. <laughs> well, it begs the question because good is subjective, right? Um, you know, uh, cool water uh, cologne is not good to me, but um, uh, you know, uh, sage or cedar is good to me. Yeah. So when you say smell good, because essential oils are uh, a really important part of what you do. Yeah. Um, Tell me a little bit about how you got into essential oils. What, how did that become your thing? Yeah, they were 100% not part of my healing story at all. I mean, I, I have a dramatic healing story. I was um, just raised, man, normal kid in 1980s. I was born 1980, and, and I wasn't breastfed, a lot of antibiotics, standard American diet like Wonder Bread, bologna. I mean, just straight up craft singles and just ate junk and – and I started to develop chronic gut issues, pain, cystic acne. Um, my my self-image just started to plummet when I was a teenager, young adult. And it got to a point I was very much purposeless. And it caused significant depression, clinical depression, suicidal thoughts. Like I actually started self-medicating with narcotics, alcohol. I was an alcoholic. I was drinking um, or smoking a pack of cigarettes a day. I was a wreck. Like, and I remember going to a neurologist when I was 19 or 20. And he looked at me, he's like, what did you do to yourself? You have a spine of a 50 year old. And I was like, I, I don't know. And it's like, and I didn't have trauma. I didn't like, you know what I mean? I didn't have lupus or cancer. And I'm very careful in saying I was a sick kid, but I was chronically like unwell. And then I had a spiritual transformation and I became a Christian. And that was something that gave me hope and purpose. And I started caring for myself. And I noticed like I was kind of committing suicide. And I'll never forget, actually, we talk a lot about this in my book, um, emotional detox and things. But I'll never forget smoking, and I forget what drug I was about to do, and remembering, like, you know, this isn't good for me, but, you know, I don't care. Like, I don't care. I just want to feel good for a minute. And knowing what I was doing was harming me. Um, that was a level of self-loathing that was my own rock bottom. So I started contemplating, like, death. What did that look like? What, what would killing myself look like? And so when I had my epiphany, this enlightenment, I focused on nutrition, exercise, mind-body techniques, meditation, prayer, and I became well, like almost immediately. I was like miraculously delivered of all those addictions. Gut issues kind of plagued me for a while. Skin issues I had to work on for a few years, but I'm grateful because I learned how to take care of myself, and I actually became the, my own doctor until I officially became a doctor. And um, oils weren't part of that. Like you didn't hear oils. I didn't know about oils really until I met my wife. And then she was just doing her smelly stuff. She smelled great. I loved how she smells. But I'm telling you, man, I wasn't willing to go play like ultimate frisbee with my guy friends smelling like ylang Lang. Like they would straight up take my guy card away. I wasn't willing to do that at the time. And so fast forward a few several years to me being a medical writer, a researcher, and I was getting my doctorate at the time. And one of my clients commissioned me to write a series of public health reports on essential oils. So I had to learn about essential oils, like deep, hundreds of studies I had to read. And I was like, whoa, what is this stuff? And my wife being my wife, like most wives are, we're like, I've been trying to tell you this for like years, you know, because yeah. she's been using oils since she's been like 15. And so I was floored. And then fast forward again a couple of years, I realized we hosted a telesummit, the Essential Oils Revolution in 2015. 165,000 people from around the globe. It was one of the largest online events to date at that time. And the the resounding response I got from people was like, Dr. Z, teach us this, teach us that. I'm like, I'm not an aromatherapist. I don't really know about that. I'm a researcher. So I went to aromatherapy school. 
to learn because there is a huge disconnect. And by the way, this is a pro hack for all of y'all getting your advice on Pinterest and health advice on Facebook. There is a huge disconnect from what people see in research trials to what people write on blogs to what actually happens in real life. And so I needed to do that. I needed to get to like the reality of how to use these things. And from that was birthed my first book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils. And from then, my wife and I have kind of combined together. And this, the new book, The Essential Oils Diet, is our fifth baby. Our first four babies are human. This is our fifth. And it was wonderful. We birthed this together. And it's a, our, our, our first real true collaboration. And we're super excited about it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it because I, I think that, that an increased awareness around essential oils is important because me growing up um, in Seattle with exposure to all sorts of naturopathic healing modalities and yep. you know um, incense and rubs and salves and um, just growing up sort of a hippie kid in Seattle, like I've known about essential oils for a long time, but I think most people put essential oils into either a category of quackery or voodoo or something that your your wacky aunt uh, loves loves to loves to use but the fact of the matter is is that these compounds these these herbal remedies are the basis of of all of medicine going back way far back back to Ayurveda and back to like hey my my arm hurts from nettles. Well, I'll use this uh, horsetail and rub it on there, and all of a sudden it feels better. So, can no. you just give us sort of a really high level explanation about how essential oils came to be understood as effective for uh, for the for healing? Oh, man, you said it perfectly. Because people, you got to understand, um, chemists didn't just invent aspirin. Right. In a vacuum, like they extracted the compounds from birch and they're like, oh, this works. Right. Let's let's kind of get the 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 bark and let's extract the methyl salicylate and let's kind of synthetically create a version that we can mass produce for pennies on the dollar. But all medicine that we know of has been based in some or in part from the compounds that we see in plants, which are essential oils. So that's right. it. Like you, you explained <laughs> it perfectly. Right. So for people have any question, the other thing this blew my mind when I wrote my first book was combat medicine. We're talking World War One, World War Two. What do you think they used on the front lines? Antibiotic was invented then. To help prevent infection, gangrene, they were using tea tree, lemongrass, clove, oregano. Like they were using essential oils on the front lines in the battlefield, and that's what the medics were using. Not all medics, of course, but this was part of like their, their kit. So we've been using as a culture essential oils for forever in one form or another. Um, but the ancients didn't know what they were. And the thing is, and this is important too, essential oils as we know them today, and again, for those watching on YouTube, you see this bottle I have in front of me. This is like you're looking at here roughly about 60 pounds of lavender flowers distilled to get this little bottle here. Huh. Um, they didn't have steam distillation like 10,000 years ago. And until Arab alchemists invented steam distillation around 9th century AD, that's when we first started getting the concentrated plant-based compounds that we know today as essential oils. What they used to do, like you mentioned salves, they used, like there's this recipe in the Bible, like the anointing oil. It's the first on-record recipe that we see of a salve. God told Moses, hey, get this big vat of olive oil, like 500 hens, put a bunch of cassia in it, put a cassia or cassia, put a bunch of calamus, put a bunch of myrrh and let it soak. And what it was was an herbal salve. It was right. herbal extract, but it was very, very diluted. It was nothing like this. Right. Like you just can't slather this on your skin like you can an herbal salve. You burn yourself. And so a lot of people don't recognize that. And a lot of people need to, I feel, have a healthy fear, respect, like you do for your over-the-counter medicines. People aren't just going to go get Advil and take a handful because they want to. They will read the instructions and be like, oh, okay, dosage. That's what we're trying to teach. So they're volatile organic compounds that are naturally found in plants, roots, bark, leaves, you know, herbs, everything. And you extract them through steam distillation or citrus oils. You extract them through cold pressing, like you cold press an olive to make olive oil. You cold press the rind. So again, instead of 60 pounds of lavender, you're looking at like 60 lemon rinds to get this bottle. That's a lot of lemon rinds if you just think of it conceptually. But also go back to when you've cut a lemon or cut an orange or opened up a peel of a lime. You smell that aroma. That's the essential oil. Volatile meaning they evaporate. There are bad VOCs. 
we all hear about VOCs, but they've been used incorrectly. The terminology or harmful VOCs are what off-gasses from your carpet, your your building materials. Right. Healthful, healthy VOCs. Again, volatile organic compounds. Organic, not to get too deep, organic meaning carbon-based, volatile meaning they evaporate. Healthy, good VOCs are what you smell when you put your nose in a rose. And so when you distill them, extract them, it's like, oh, that's why when you walk into a house that's making lemonade, it's the aroma of lemon is everywhere. Those are the VOCs. So we're all about omitting bad stuff, replacing it with good stuff. And that includes every aspect. And that to me is where essential oils are most valuable. Body care, cleaning products, food, drink, you can use them for everything. And it helps you detox your life, which boosts your metabolic function, your immune system, helps you balance your weight. And we can talk so much about toxic overload because that is by far the cause of most diseases and weight gain today. Yeah, I think I think that our listeners are going to be hip to that. They 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 understand the um, the effect of our sort of environment around us and the food that we eat and toxic yeah. overload and. Uh, but but they probably don't know how is what what role essential oils play in that. So like, give us an example of a, a protocol or a sort of key essential oils that you could use to um, lose weight and detoxify. Oh. Hey, I got I got a recipe here. I'll read it straight from the book. Cool little hack for you guys. Um, <clears throat> lime and peppermint have been shown. In studies, animal in vitro studies to trigger lipolysis. So what we're trying to do, kind of going back to what essential oils are again, they're volatile organic compounds. When these compounds are physical, you can't see them, you can't touch them, you can't take, you know, they're they're like floating, right? When you smell, they trigger something in your brain, and that signals the olfactory system. Essentially, you have a direct impact on the limbic system, your primal mood, your emotions, your brain. And when you're smelling something, and you all know it, when you smell something bad, you might get that fight or flight response. Like when you smell fire in your home, like what's going on? Like that's an a evolutionary self-defense mecha- self mechanism. Same thing for something positive. So you smell citrus oils, specifically lime and grapefruit. It'll trigger your body to start burning fat. And there's a few reasons why. We, we can talk about maybe why. No one's proven the mechanism for a lot of things, by the way. But I have my own suspicion. I think it's a good idea, by the way. But tapping into that, right? So you get four drops of lime oil, three drops of peppermint, three drops of grapefruit, two drops of cypress, one drop of eucalyptus, and one drop of cinnamon bark. You get that into a, let me see if I have one here for those on YouTube. Uh, Yeah. You put that in a 10 milliliter roller bottle and you fill this roller bottle up with jojoba oil, almond oil, maybe some fractionated coconut oil. And this is what we call our fat burning roll on. Because not only do the citrus oils help trigger lipolysis, fat breakdown, the cinnamon bark helps level blood sugar. And we know that rampant blood sugar issues will cause unhealthy sugar cravings, which will lead to obesity. It's proven. Peppermint gives you a satiety, feel feel full, gives you energy, proven to increase athletic performance like VO2 max and help people jump higher and be stronger because it's like a natural energy boost. Cypress constricts the skin, and eucalyptus is a great anti-inflammatory. We're always trying to battle inflammation. You make this roll-on, and I kid you not, just people that we've worked with, they just put this on their tummy, under their arms, back of their thighs, cellulite problem areas. They notice, like within days, tightening of the skin. One woman told me, I've lost three pounds just by using this after a week. Like, that's pretty cool. It's not hocus-pocus, like you said. It's plant-based medicine. But when you change your diet... When you start to exercise, when you start to practice healing emotional techniques, mind-body prayer meditation, and use these things, that is the, the, the secret sauce, so to speak. That's the culmination. It has to be all the imbalance. I'm going to be asking you throughout this, okay, quick, give me one for uh, itchy scalp. Okay, quick, give me one for uh, tired of my kids. Give me one for – no, just kidding. Uh, uh, I think that what you're talking about is – Common sense for some that I should get my diet figured out, I should move, but the addition of essential oils, which is as clean and as natural a a medical approach, if it even is that, um, uh, to 
take care of ourselves and to activate uh, our lives in a way, it's it, this is obviously because the success, the massive success of the first book, people are clamoring for this information. There's there's such little information. Oh yeah. What what else can you tell us that that people just absolutely fundamentally need to know about the uses and applications of essential oils? Well, one is safety. I mean, truly, these are highly processed man-made compounds. You're not going to walk into a lavender field and see a pool of lavender. Again, you got to get 60 pounds of lavender to get that bottle. Think about that for a minute. And in our bodies, I don't believe, and science and research has shown, our bodies have not been designed by God to interact with these full strength at all. We need to be very, very careful. You just can't slather these. You'll burn yourself. Like my first experience with oregano, I put on a blemish on my skin. It burned me. And I just read on Dr. Google, natural remedies for acne. And I'm like, oh, go to oregano. I went to oregano. I burned myself. Caused like a quarter round circle around my, a quarter size circle around my, my, my pimple. Caused more pimples because my skin was agitated. Mm. I learned a hard lesson that day. You just don't drink oregano either. And that will burn your throat. So you dilute them properly. You use a diffuser like we have this little steam diffuser mister. You you put your carrier oil and your roll-on, again, to help with, with dilution. When you make a capsule, which we actually help people make capsules too because you can use them as medicine, fill that up with a carrier oil. But use a capsule. That way it bypasses the throat and the esophagus so you won't affect or burn the mucous membranes. So just some common sense and realize that like any medicine, you can overdo it. And, but here's the key. Here's the nice thing about it. If you use them properly, there are virtually no side effects, like none. And I do not know any medication on the planet, nor will I ever know a medication that is void of side effects. The thing about these oils are they're so, our, our bodies have been designed by God to interact with them in the proper way. That's why when you consume oregano and you consume basil in its whole form as, a, as an herb, when you consume peppermint, when you consume oranges and limes, your body can completely digest and assimilate that. So essential oils, when you apply them topically, they'll penetrate your bloodstream within minutes. And then after an hour and a half or two hours, studies have shown they're gone, like completely metabolized. You don't huh. see that. You don't see that in other, other drugs ever, right? You see bioaccumulation. So your body knows exactly what to do with these things huh. within wisdom, though. Now, I want to put a healthy fear because I don't want you to burn your kids, your dogs, or yourself. I want you to use them properly. And that's what the book is. The book gives all like the safety guidelines and step-by-step -step stuff. But once you have that, now you can flip it to empowerment because like, okay, I got the parameters and we all need parameters, by the way, right? We all need fences and say, okay, here's where you work within. Now you have your parameters. Now have fun because when you talk about homeostasis, when you talk about helping the body heal itself at the cellular level, I don't know anything, anything that can affect the body like essential oils do. And that's something really interesting to a lot of people when they start to think about the effect. Like this doesn't, quote, balance your blood sugar because it's like we had, it can at times have a direct impact on that. But what it does is give your body what your body needs to increase insulin sensitivity. It gives your body what your body needs to heal itself. There's directly – that's why I can use this and you can use this and have a different effect because right. it gives our body what our bodies needs. It's, it's profound, and it's called, um, we know it as homeostasis, but clinically it's called harmony. These are known harmonizers. They create harmony in, in the body. And so it's like, wow, this is really interesting. You start not to treat disease anymore. You start to give your body what your body needs, healthy food and exercise, knowing that you keep on feeding your body the good stuff, including this, and your body responds well. I have never heard that the essential oil once absorbed is, is untraceable, that, it, that your body literally uses it that quickly. That's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It was a one, the research trial that proved that was in the mid eighties. It was on lavender oil and they applied it over male abdomens um, or male, a male patient's abdomen. And within 20 minutes, the full concentration of the oils were detected in his bloodstream after an hour and a half gone. They couldn't detect it anymore in his huh. bloodstream. Yeah. Huh. Pretty profound, isn't it? Fascinating. So we've got uh, steam vaporizers, we've got capsulation, we've got um, roll-on topical. What are some other con um, mediums for consumption of, of essential oils? I like this. This is an aromatherapy inhaler. kind of looks like a lipstick tube. Um, this is glass. You can get plastic if you want, but it's you can go on Amazon for a couple bucks, and what it is 
is it's a cotton swab that you could soak essential oils in. So this is very respectful of other people. If you're having a panic attack, put bergamot in here in Neroli. It could stop that instantly. You keep this in your pocket, your purse, your desk drawer. Um, it's great. It's on-to-go aromatherapy. And I say it's it's very respectful because some people don't like scents. And some people yeah. are, are, are respectful or um, sensitive. And I'll tell you one thing. And this is something that I look forward to seeing more research on. But through my observation, um, people that are battling toxic overload, toxicity in their body, whether a number of things, bad food, bad thoughts, bad body care products, they're very sensitive to all smell, including essential oils. And some people will get headaches because their body just cannot receive. Their body's on such overload. It's like a toxic overload is like a pre-autoimmune condition where your body sees itself as an enemy and attacks itself. And it'll see all good things as an enemy. Once you detox people, once people start to cleanse themselves at the cellular level, this becomes life-giving to them. That's why... If you do get a negative reaction to essential oil, it might not be the oil's fault. It might just be you're just not in the right state to receive it. And I've seen that with supplements. I mean, myself, I remember when I first heard that veggies were really good. I went raw vegan like overnight. I was like almost deathly ill the day after, two days after. I was like, whoa, I'm not ready for this, right? <laughs> I needed to ease myself into that. And again, I'm not raw vegan today. I'm, I'm like 85% plant-based, but your body needs to be ready and you will go through detox symptoms. In our book, we talk about that. Like you follow the instructions in our book, I guarantee you, you will go through detox symptoms because your body is going to really struggle because it's addicted. It's addicted to that sugar. It's used to that fast food. It's used to the junk. Once you cleanse it, it, it essentially just fights back and it doesn't know what to do. I mean, you might get diarrhea, you might get headaches, you might get pain. But, you know, you walk – and that's the other thing I like about essential oils, and they're great for symptom-based management. So you got this inhaler. You got spray bottles. You can get a one- or two-ounce glass bottle like this. It's just a spritzer bottle. This is your on-the-go hand sanitizer. By the way, here's a pro hack for everybody. If you are using hand sanitizer, I plead with you throw it away. It is the worst substance in on any market that yeah. I know of. It yeah. filled with triclosan, a registered pesticide since 1969. And the thing about it, we talk a lot about the gut microbiome and how healthy you need to keep your, your probiotics. But what about your skin microbiome? And our skin is being destroyed by these, these antibacterial products, especially hand sanitizer. You know, it's an easy recipe. You get a bottle like this, a one-ounce bottle. You get 10 drops of aloe, 10 drops of witch hazel, 10 drops of any essential oil. You know, you choose what you want. You want something happy? Lemon. If you want something calming? Lavender. You know, you, you can kind of play, have fun. 10 drops of an organic grain alcohol. If you can get Everclear, if you live in the States, great. If you live in Canada, they don't sell it, so you got to get like 130 proof vodka. You mix that up and you fill it with water, and that's your on-the-go hand sanitizer. And these types, and there are, there are essential oil blends that have been shown to kill the flu virus, like in vitro, right, in the air. Um, these are antimicrobial. But here's a, here's a really fun, cool thing I learned about them. Unlike antibiotics and unlike chemotherapy that have no cell selectivity, they just like nuclear bomb approach. They kill everyone. Essential oils are like the master sniper in the military. They target bad things. I mean, it's wild if you consider like the innate intelligence that God gave plants. You're not going to kill your probiotics in your stomach by consuming oregano. No, no, it'll kill the bad. It leaves the good alone. And it's all about receptors. It's all about neurotransmitters and neurons. It's at a cellular neurological level that the body knows what to do with this stuff. So that's pretty cool. So that's another pro hack. That's a spritzer. Um, I don't know what else. We got, oh, food. We cover a lot about that culinary. I think we need to focus more about the culinary doses of herbs and spices and essential oils. And for people that, again, go back to blood sugar, it's a big issue for a lot of people. One drop of cinnamon bark oil is like a tablespoon of cinnamon powder. So I love my matcha latte. For those of you watching on YouTube here, got my matcha latte with a drop of peppermint, a drop of cinnamon. And I love, like, that's like my breakfast every day. I love it. Balances my blood sugar. It gives me a nice boost of energy. I love my matcha green tea anyway. And I like to enhance my food with essential oils. What kind of uh, what kind of matcha? Where's who's the who produces it? Oh, I like Yajudo. Yeah, Yajudo matcha green tea. Um, um, matcha careful because of the radiation spill. 
Um, they are they are their plant and their farms are on the opposite side of that of, of Japan. So there's no known radiation detection and toxicity to based off of that. That's really a big concern for anything that we get out of Japan. But I like Yajudo a lot. Um, good matcha. I've been consuming them or drinking them their stuff for a while now. Nice. Yeah, I like I for- matcha. Fat burning. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I one thing that I as I gaze at your uh, your diffuser back there. Uh, well, I gotta know what's in there. What are you? What are you? What are you vaporizing in through the diffuser at this moment? I have lime and bergamot. Why? Um, th- this this can get deep. <laughs> Let's go, you stop man. Me. No, no, Let's no. Go. You stop me. Like okay, you stop, stop me. This gets too deep. Um, I wrote my first book last year. No, two years ago. And for some reason, I was very much attracted to lime and bergamot. I was just introduced to lime and bergamot together as a blend. I just kind of like thought, why not combine them? I like them both. I fell in love with this thing. I, I use that blend through my whole process of writing my first book, which by the way, it was like, I don't know what to say. It was one of the hardest, most satisfying things I've ever done. It was this book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, is like nothing else. It never been written before. And I put a lot of time. And I remember leaving my family for days on end, going up north. I live in Georgia, going up in the mountains, getting like a cabin and just writing this book. And this blend was with me. I have I have such a feeling of accomplishment with this blend. It triggers that. It's 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 something that was imprinted in my brain. And now that my new book's coming out. And like today, I have four interviews back to back to back to back. I need to be on. I need to be empowered. I need to be energized. This is my go-to without question. So that is a very positive aspect to triggering the brain and imprint, you know, imprinting your, your own mind. But what about the negative? And I want to caution people that have ever dealt with trauma or abuse. Scent, smell can trigger PTSD. And you need to know and recognize the warning signs because someone will just freak out. They start getting anxious and panicky if they smell a certain smell. Again, it's not the oil's fault. If it's a pure essential oil, look deeper. So one thing I want to encourage people, especially those who have been hurt, traumatized, abused, be careful. Stay away from the oils that trigger any sort of anxiety or stress. But Use oils carefully through your healing process. And a friend of mine, Dr. Tony Jimenez, a foremost oncologist and, and, and runs a clinic in Cancun and Tijuana, Mexico, he walks people through and has an emotional recall therapist who likes to use essential oils. So now imagine, like me, using a special smell that you enjoy during a season of healing, a season that you're recovering a very deep emotional experience that if, God forbid, you ever experience in the future, you know where to go, and it brings you right back to healing. So right now, I'm back two years ago in the cabins of Georgia writing my first book, Crushing It, and it's this literal same feeling. It's why when you walk downstairs during Thanksgiving dinner and you smell the turkey, you think of grandma, you think of pumpkin pie, you think of playing dominoes with your grandpa, whatever, all the happy feelings, hopefully, or you get negative feelings. If you smell something else, that's the power of smell. What, why did you, what originally drew you to lime and bergamot? I am, I have a very addictive personality. And as I was addicted to drugs and drinking and smoking, I just want to feel good. And these are oils that have been shown. They're proven antidepressants. They're mood boosters or energizers. I'm just, I'm a junkie when it comes to that. I just want to feel good. I <laughs> do. I do, and I've battled a lot with anxiety in my life. Bergamot is the anti-anxiety oil. It is proven. It's like the anti-anxiolytic substance that people, it could stop a panic attack and distracts. And lime is just pure happiness in a bottle. So for me, going through a season where, again, I'm really stressed out, my first book, I'm dealing with a publisher, like my publisher's random house for crying out loud, the largest publisher in the world, right? So, you know, there's a lot of pressure to perform. There's a pressure to do right. I didn't want to deal with the anxiety. So that's where bergamot and then lime came up just because it's happy. It's just boom. You just feel good. I don't, you can't not help but smile when you smell lime, combine them together. It's like, wow, for me and everyone else I recommend it to. They're like, this is the best thing ever. What's your wife's favorite combination? Oh, it all depends. And 
don't get me wrong, this wasn't my favorite combination two months ago. So if, again, it all depends on where we're at. So my right. wife, she goes through a lot of, my wife really loves vanilla and orange. That That's her go-to for a lot of things. That is what helped her overcome and prevent postpartum depression, which is something that ran in her family's life for several generations. And she just didn't want to deal with that. And so she used orange and, and vanilla a lot. And that is what we call our joyful blend. And a lot of people like that as well. It's kind of like a creamsicle yeah. smell. Yeah, I can kind of picture it. I can smell it already. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're right. I mean, the, the olfactory ability to associate what's happened in history. I mean, we all have those smells. And, and just by thinking about them, you can kind of smell them. You can, they're, it's so attached to recall. You know, I've got a, a list of smells that, that freak me out <laughs> and a list of smells that make me really happy. And I, and I, and I, uh, yeah, that's super cool. Um, and you can reverse it. I mean, if there's something that really bothers you and if like yeah. if, if it's perpetual, you can reverse it too. And that's the power of it. Like go through therapy or your own meditation and healing through, again, be very careful, know what you're doing. But I don't feel I'm a victim, A, of my past or my circumstances or my genetic lottery. I'm here to hack myself into all the ways of fixing all that stuff. So yeah, yeah it's man. powerful. It is powerful. What do, what do the haters say? How do they, how do the haters, and, and, and I, and I, I ask this question frequently to lots of different guests and it gives an opportunity to like address that. But also I'm, I am over time getting sort of the same answers, which are all very graceful, but I, you know, I'm curious for, for you, Dr. Z, like what do the haters say? All right. So all right, this is good. I'll be a, I'll be a little transparent. I hope my my, my publisher doesn't listen to this one. Um, our foot our first book crushed it, like eighteen thousand copies sold pre sold before it published. We outsold, and I'm talking legit. Like I didn't buy a thousand ten thousand books and gave them away for free. Like we sold books. Um, we didn't get on the New York Times bestseller list. We outsold every book on the New York Times bestseller list in my category. Um, we got on wall street journal, we got on USA today, big seller list. We didn't get on Dr. Oz. I didn't get on national media. The number one objection they gave to our publicist and the publishers pseudoscience. Oh, I knew you're going to hear that one. That's the one essential oils. Now I'm a Christian. Like I love Jesus, man. You would think my Christian brothers and sisters would be all about this. Well, we got a segment done by the Christian Broadcasting Network, who's part of CBN. I was surprised. I shouldn't have been, but I was, at the backlash of their followers calling it devil oil, snake oil, new age stuff. I was like, come on. Are you kidding me? I get beat up by them. I get beat up by you. I get beat up by everyone. And for us, the other aspect, and this is, again, deep, deep. We're not branded on purpose. You see the label on this bottle? Yeah. You see it? No, yeah. you don't. There is no label. Right. Yeah. <laughs> on purpose. Everything I was, we have. I was wondering yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because we get that backlash too. Young Living, doTERRA, Eden's Gardens, all these companies. Like, you know, everyone wants to own me. They want me to say, he uses our oils. He's our spokesperson. No, I can't be beholden any company. Mm. For a few reasons. We can talk about that in a minute. So that's been a hard thing too, is being Switzerland, to be neutral, to be independent. So, but because we're so like focused on being who we are, it's just been, you can't contain it. I mean, you can't contain it. It's just like this new book's going to be a bestseller already. I've already sold thousands of copies and you know, we're a month out. It's just, you can't stop it. It's grassroots and the haters will hate, but we don't care. And the best thing, if you, by the way, if you do blog, if you do have a podcast, if you do anything, the best thing you can ever do is hire someone to read your email for you because you don't want to read the hate mail. I, I had to get myself out of it. And sure. there's a lot of it. There is a lot of hate mail, but more equally important are the life transforming stories that we get like all the time, like yeah. all the time. And, and, and to me, the fundamental, especially in the Christian faith, gluttony is the acceptable sin of the church, just flat out. People aren't focused on their health. 
there's nothing that could weigh down your purpose, your ministry, your life than having a sick, diseased body. And what we teach is so fundamental that everything changes once your body, like once you start thinking clearly, once your like libido comes back, once your gut can digest food properly, once whatever, you just name it. Once you're not addicted to like a, me a pot of coffee a day, like it gives you freedom. And so everything starts to change. Mm. Everything starts to change. It's the foundation of who you are as a human. You can't, you can't get past a disease, but like very few people can do what like Stephen Hawking did. I mean, very few people can do what he did. Um, he was very special in that sense, you know, very special. Most people when they get sick, that takes them out of the game. Yeah. Wow. That's fascinating. Uh, for me, there's nothing to dispute. There's, there's no, there's, this is not, uh, this is not unproven. This is not magic. These are, these, <laughs> these are plants. We eat plants. We use plants. We use plants to heal. The, the, the aspirin example with birch bark is, uh, and, and every other compound that, that science found oh when we when we when we get the essential oils out of this thing it helps with inflammation like it's so basic but uh for whatever reason um people are slow to come around to it and you know kudos to you for staying neutral because i'm sure you've had lots of opportunities and years and years ago to say yes i align with this company i like the way that they do it I, that takes a lot of guts, man, and um, I I just want to just want to recognize that because that that's a big deal. You know, the reason I got my first book deal was because we were not branded. Um, the FDA has caused a lot of problems in the health space, and so it has become illegal, absolutely illegal, to sell a supplement or essential oil, monetize, and provide health claim information. And that's difficult. You, you can't say diabetes anymore. You have to say um, blood sugar function. What's that mean? You can't say cancer like at all. There's nothing even close to it. You can't say pneumonia. You have to say immune function, skin function. Like what's all that stuff? Like for me, our first book and this next one, The Essential Oils Diet, we talk about diseases because that's what the research says. Like our freedoms of speech have been ripped absolutely stolen from us. People can't even share their stories. They can't even legally say, I had this, now I don't, after using XYZ oil or supplement. That bothers me, especially as a public health researcher. I'm like, nah, screw that. I'm not gonna deal with that. I'm gonna have my freedom of speech. And it was it was a hit. It was I'll tell you, it was a hit. In, it was a financial hit. It was a hit in popularity. It was a hit in a lot of things. But God restored all that. I mean, really, it was like, everything. And now it's, it's really cool. We're in a really good spot. We're blessed. We have millions, millions of people that follow us. It's like, it's unbelievable to think. Yes. It's five and a half, six millions people follow us on our website every year. And just all this stuff. It's like, you know, you be true to who you are. You be true to who you are and the opportunities will open and you need to be in integrity with yourself. Yeah. And that's something I had to learn. Really. I had to learn that. That's that's a that's a hard thing for some folks to 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 align with. Yeah, that's a that's a whole nother podcast, my man. <laughs> <laughs> we should do one like that. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Anyway, those are my favorite. Uh, All about oils. L t tell us a little bit of key, a couple of key takeaways from research, if you would, just to help like drive home the the and substantiate. Like, are there are there snippets of research that you point to often or that you really think are important? Um, well, in the context of essential oils specifically or in yeah. the new book. Yeah. Either. Yeah. I mean, you know, one thing I want to talk about is this notion of bioactive compounds, which oils are. So bioactive compounds are a collection of plant-based chemicals, flavonoids, carotenoids, polyphenols, essential oils that are all found in plants and they're antioxidant rich and research. This blew my mind, actually. Um, it's all about quality versus quantity. And we've been so fixated, so fixated with quantity, the amount of carbs, calories, fats, the amount of vitamins and minerals that research have shown these are essential nutrients, right? Air quotes right now. They are essential for life. Like you need to consume these macronutrients or you're going to die. 
But what about the non-essential nutrients? What about the nutrients that you don't need to live, but they enhance health? And researchers have shown that a diet replete and not using like a diet not with essential oils, not with polyphenols and carotenoids and oxidant-rich plant-based chemicals, you'll never be healthy. They actually call it suboptimal health. So that's a problem for a lot of people to get out of this, like, I got to count my calories, carbs, and fats mentality into like, okay, let me look at food and let me look at plant-based compounds as the focus of quality, not quantity. And so that's something that I really want to um, leave home with everyone is, you know, what we're preaching here is food freedom. What we're preaching here is balance. And it's really, really common sense, gives us back to what our ancestors did since the beginning of time. And yeah, essential oils are part of all of it. It's just, a, you know, kind of like a little part of it. But when it comes to research, the, the sky's the limit. And my first book, I go into really big detail of it, the healing power of essential oils. Like oh, you mentioned skin, scalp, all that, like everything. Like I don't care what it is. There's something that you could do with essential oils. And there's a phrase, there's an oil for that. Like that's kind of like something that's been around in the network marketing industry for years. That's not entirely false. Like, but there is no cure, right? If there were a cure, no one would have cancer, no one would have autoimmunity, but there is something, I don't care what it is that you're dealing with, I can come up with something. The research can come up with something that will help you at least deal with the symptoms, if not the root cause. And the final, I mentioned this before, but it's, it's, it's worth to emphasize again, essential oils have such a profound effect on symptoms and symptoms are really, really important. I mean, you, you might have autoimmunity and I'm sorry, that's horrible, but what's worse, the autoimmunity or the chronic pain that keeps you in bed or the fact that you haven't made love to your spouse in like five months because you just don't got it. I mean... The symptoms are what really gets people. It's a quality of life. Cancer is horrible, but it's really the symptoms of cancer that sometimes kill people, but not only that, but rob them of, of the abundant life. That's where essential oils, like nothing else, like nothing, nothing, no food, no supplement, nothing has the power, like essential oils to help with all the symptoms. And you just name them, like thousands of them. So it puts power, and I'll end with this, the research the red blends that we have, the the studies all give us power back where we're not a victim ever of anything anymore. You have something, you know what to do. So whether it's your kids getting a 104 temperature, don't be running to the hospital, right? Maybe try some peppermint and orange first for a couple hours, right? Or, you know, having diarrhea or and cutting yourself and not, not wanting to deal with an infection. Like, you know what to do. That is something very special, something that our just three generations ago, our ancestors had, but we've lost it, especially in America. We've given that away. We've given our power away to the food industry. We've given our power away to the medical industry, to the government. People don't even know how to take care of themselves anymore. It's not a fault. It's not a criticism. That's been stripped from us, stripped, robbed to make us a slave to the system. And I'm just telling you something. It's very serious. When you become free of the system, you're like, yeah, you know, I don't have health insurance anymore. I don't need it. What a waste of money. You know, we have other things that we need to do. We can talk about that. It's a whole other discussion, but it's yeah. freedom. It's yeah. freedom. Well, I, I wish that we could go another two hours because I have so many questions. <laughs> you know, I was going to give you rapid fire, uh, the right essential oils for which, uh, for which symptom, but, um, maybe instead, uh, we can, uh, you can point us to where we can find out more about you. Hopefully there's some resource that you've provided where we can look at symptoms that we experience and match that up with effective essential, essential oils. Um, but where can we find you? How do you like people to connect with you and, um, how can they pre-order the book? Yeah. Uh, well, first, if you want that symptom based solution to like 150 different re recipes, pick up healing power of essential oils, first book. So go to healingpowerofessentialoils.com or just go anywhere. It's available anywhere. But if you go to our website, we got really cool, sweet gifts like videos and demo videos. And we always try to help educate through the process. So that's the first book. Um, if you're trying a different, if you want, how about this? If you feel stuck, if you feel stuck with your weight, with your health, if you're just, you just want something new, you want a fresh look on food, on lifestyle as a whole. I really encourage you to get the new book. It's very new. It's very fresh. It's, I hate the word cutting edge, but it really is cutting edge. 
um, you're going to learn some things and we're going to go deep. We're going to go deep into abundant life, like how to detox your emotions and the trigger that has on obesity and, and disease at the cellular level. We're going to go into how to find food freedom, how to prepare so you can detox your life and have it be like easy and fun. You know, like you don't need to like use the microwave because that's really bad for you. Let's, we're going to show you like tips on how to not to use your microwave anymore. Everything. So that's Essential Oils Diet that publishes May 7th, 2019. And you can pre-order it by going to EssentialOilsDiet.com. And here's the thing. Of course, you can get it on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, everywhere. But I really, really want you to buy the book. I want you to get the bonuses because we include a group coaching program, something we've never done before. It's a 60-day program starting May 20th. Gives people time to read the book, get it. But it's a group coaching program. My wife and I are going to walk you through a 60-day journey. Why 60 days? Because research, research has shown it takes 66 days to form a habit on average. It is. Whoever made up that lie three weeks, no, it's not three weeks. It's, not, it's literally 66 days on average. You give us two months. Your taste buds will change. Your hormones will balance. You'll lose weight or gain weight depending on what you need. And you will find a level of control and empowerment like you've never had before. And, and of course, we give you videos and bonuses and books and all these different guides to help you get the most out of this. But yeah, go to EssentialOilsDiet.com and I'm inviting you to change your whole life, including exercise, diet, mind, body, a lot of spiritual growth in this. And I'll promise you, I'll promise you that you'll see change and you will be happy with yourself if you follow the guide. Awesome. Dr. Z, if, if you would do us the honor of, of the one final fill in the blank to send us off to take this puppy home. Um, so every guest fills in this blank, if you would too. Everyone would benefit from knowing that your body has been designed by God to heal. It's our job to feed it proper foods, put good things on our skin, breathe good, clean, pure air, and expect to have vibrant health. It's your God-given right, I believe it, to be joyful, to be happy, to be vibrant, and have a lust for life. Dr. Z, thanks for joining us today on the Optimal Performance Podcast. Man, thanks so much for having me. I uh, can't wait till we do it again. <laughs> we got so much more to talk about. 